This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Meow. Hello again. Hello, everyone. It's Zane and Riley. Zane and Riley is the Boy Cat Podcast. Yeah. On our last episode before Christmas. Yeah. Wow. It's not far away now. You know why I love having a cat at Christmas? Why? Because whenever you open a gift, not only is there usually a cardboard box for that cat to play with, but also a ball of wrapping paper. wrapping paper. And ribbon. Yes. It is the best day for cats. It's such a good day. Yeah. Good. I'm glad we had this talk. Prime for Christmas. We're good. We're ready to go. Also- Cat outfits. One of my friends has got, um, she put on Instagram mm. a, uh, a picture of her cat, Storm and Norman, um, <laughs> in a Santa outfit, and he does not look impressed. Yeah, this is a sore point for me because whenever I see a cat in a costume, it's usually, oh, you don't want to be there. No. You don't want <laughs> yeah. this. Yeah. This isn't for you. No. <laughs> Whereas sometimes dogs like really enjoy being in a costume and like, why is everyone looking at me? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's smiling and pointing. <laughs> Whereas cats are like, no, no, no. Yeah, I'm no. on I'm like I'm lying down slowly. Lying down slowly. Take it off, please. Poor cats. Poor cats. Okay, what have we got today, Zane? I am going to talk about at least one. Disney cat. Ooh. Mm. I do like a Disney Arguably cat. Arguably one of my favorite Disney cats. Oh. Not a real cat, though. So, Not you a know, real cat. Just okay. tease that. Well. And also I'm going to talk about a, not a breed of cat, but a type of cat. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay, very good. And I will be talking about a real cat. <gasps> who? No. Uh, are we talking about the mayor of an Alaskan town? Good. I'm glad that we're talking about another mayor. Yeah. Mayor, <laughs> mayor cat. Mayor cat. Cat mayor. This is going to be a whole other type of cats to go with your <laughs> type. Well. So take it away. Okay. So as some of you might know, another podcast has just been launched on the network called Disney vs. Disney where we pit Disney movie against Disney movie in the aim to find what is the ultimate Disney movie of all time. And recently we had Wreck-It Ralph vs. Treasure Planet. And during that debate, I remembered how much I loved Captain Amelia from Treasure Planet. Now she is a anthropomorphic cat 
So she is, uh, and all, all uh, and voiced by Emma Thompson. So she is the the captain, experienced the captain of the RLS Legacy. <clears throat> mm. Yeah. So she is an alien who appears to be some sort of hybrid of cat and woman. She's attractive, with green feline eyes, claws that protrude through her glove, and exceedingly feline facial features. Right. So she's quick-witted, fast-talking, and a force of will. She's proud and strong-minded, business-like, and scornful of flattery. Oh. Like a cat. Like a cat. <laughs> it's like, I know you love me. Stop fawning so it's unappealing. <laughs> <laughs> that's, such, that's so very cat-like. Right. Uh, so she is voiced by Emma Thompson, who does a fantastic job. Apparently, she is the inspiration was Captain Alexander Smollett from the original Treasure Island. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. Interesting. So she is the, in on the Disney wiki. They give you like her alignment. Her alignment yeah. is good. Her goal to reach Treasure Planet. Uh, These are some well thought out goals. <laughs> I will say you've got relatives here. Her husband is Dr. Delbert Doppler, a <laughs> dog person. Yeah. Ooh. So throughout the movie, they kind of fall in love and they have three dog. daughters and one son. Do you want to no. get, get no. any of the names? Think ship names. Um, um, that's think ship names. That's such a big matey. Jib and Tilla are the daughters, and what? Sunny is the son. <laughs> what? Matey and Jib, matey, Jib, and Tilla, or Tilly, are the daughters. <laughs> Imagine calling your daughter Jib. Even your pretend, like, cat dog offspring. Jibby. Calling it Jib. Good Lord. Um, she likes adventure, discipline, uh, commanding her ship in an orderly fashion, mm-hmm. and being very effective at her job. Yeah, wow. She dislikes pirates, incompetence, mutiny, and danger. <laughs> she does carry a gun. So look out. There's that. And she serves in the Royal Navy. So uh, she is one of the best female characters in any Disney movie, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Because not only is she the epitome of competent, but she's never anything other than perfectly forthright and honest and a power for good in the movie. Yeah, wow. Um, yeah. So that's why. Captain Amelia is one of my favourite Disney cats. That's a very good reason. It's a very good reason. Correct. Uh, I will say... No, I won't say. Okay. Oh, no. According to Disney, she's 35. Oh, wow. Okay. Yep. 35. She's had four kids. You know, strong women. Just a woman who knows what she's doing. Yes. She does know what she's doing. Just getting stuff done. Apparently, uh, she bears some sort of resemblance to Jane Porter from Tarzan. Oh, yeah. But just because they're both animated by the same person. Right. Ken Duncan. Okay. So, yeah. So maybe not intentional. 
No, but uh, they definitely have a very similar nose to eye ratio. Yeah, okay. Mm. It is. I I didn't see it until I read it, and I was like, yes. Yeah, okay. Yes, they do. <clears throat> Excuse me. And that's it. Captain right. Amelia. Captain Amelia. Go, go, Captain Amelia. Okay, so we are gonna jump over to the real world. Well, if you can still call America the real world. <laughs> Burn. Um. We are going to talk, go to Alaska, um, to the town of Talkeetna. Talkeetna. Yeah, that's probably how it's that's probably how it's spelled. Probably. Um, so Talkeetna is a town in Alaska who, since 1998, have not had a human mayor. I need to move there. I need to. I feel like they're leading the way for the world. They are. Less humans involved in politics, please. So in 1998, um, a cat called Stubbs was elected the honorary feline mayor of the Alaskan town of Talkeetna. Um, let me jump to... Um, so the article I pulled up is probably the wrong way to start this article. Here we go. <laughs> All right. So we've got Stubbs here. Um, described as a tourist attraction, having been... Um, flooded with cards and letters of people who wanted to come along and see the mayor, mm. see Stubbs, um, drawing 30 to 40 tourists every day um, who were en route to other Alaskan destinations, such as Denali, um, hoped to meet the mayor. Stubbs' position was honorary as the town is only a historic district. Apparently every afternoon, Stubbs went to a nearby restaurant and drank water laden with catnip out of a cocktail glass. <laughs> Uh, yes, please. How good is that? <laughs> I didn't know that you could lace water with catnip. Apparently they did. <laughs> um, so it's kind of a rags to riches story here. So in 1997, Laurie Steck, um, who is the manager of a general store over there, uh, found Stubbs and um, some of her brothers and sisters in a, mm. in a box, in a parking Aww. lot, a box of abandoned kittens. Um, the owners were, oh, no, they weren't abandoned. Hang on. In a box full of kittens in a parking lot. The owners were giving the kittens away. Right. Um, Steck chose Stubbs because he did not have a tail. There you go. Don't need a tail to be a mare. Don't no, know why people why find you? it so hard. <laughs> um, Stubbs has widely been described as uh, being elected after a writing campaign by voters who opposed the human candidates. Oh, these are my <laughs> this people. Is good. This is too good. Uh, but National Public Radio pointed out that this could not have happened because the tiny town has no real mayor, so there was no real election. I say false. I choose to believe that the people were incompetent, so they got the cat in to do the job. Me too. I also choose to believe this. Um, Nagley's Head cannon. Na- <laughs> that's it. Nagley's general store, which is where Stubbs was found, uh, or where he was kind of, you know, given away, yeah. um, was used as his mayoral office during his tenure. Um, his tenure, which sadly did end up last year uh, in 2017 when he passed away. Um, but he was mayor for 20 years. Yeah. So he lived... Well done, Stubbs. He, he lived 20... He was 20 in three months um, when he died. Um, and his, his, uh, his mayoral run was not without... Um, controversy. Yeah, controversy. Uh, in well, not, maybe not controversy, but not without event. Um, <laughs> on August thirty first in twenty thirteen, um, Stubbs was attacked by a dog. 
Oh. Yeah. Doesn't he know who you are? <laughs> Evidently not. <laughs> um, he was placed under head, heavy sedation at a veterinary hospital 70 miles away in Wasilla. Um, and then he tripled the dog catching budget. <laughs> <laughs> a crowdfunding page was set up to pay his medical bills. Um, Stubbs remained in the vet hospital for nine days before returning to the upstairs room of the general store, um, his office. Um, he was subsequently discouraged from roaming. Um, <laughs> donations toward his care were received from around the world. Um, surplus was given to an animal shelter and to the local vet clinic. Good Aww. job, all of you guys. Um, other perils Stubbs escaped included being shot by dickhead kids with BB guns. Oh, kids. What? Oh, just. Mm. <laughs> Riley, you have to kill them. I'm sorry. Okay. I, I must insist. I um, have to insist. You right. find out who these kids were and their lives. Okay. Can do. Mm-hmm. Good. You got me out this talk. Right. Sweet. Um, he apparently also hitched a ride to the outskirts of the town on a garbage truck, presumably to just, you know, check up on everything, just to make sure everything's doing in their ship job. shape. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Stubbs, he, he's also been affectionately referred to as the king in the north, <laughs> which I love. That's great. Um, so, yeah, that is uh, the ex-mayor of Takitna, Stubbs. Yeah, well, let me tell you about another controversy. Oh. This time not involving dogs. Oh. It's a breed or a type of cat, depending on how you look at it and depending on who you ask. The mm-hmm. munchkin cat. Oh. Yes. Also called the sausage cat. Um, character, so it's a breed of cat characterized by its very short legs, mm. uh, which is caused by a genetic mutation. Um, and a, there has been a lot of controversy about it uh, when it was recognized by the International Cat Association in 95, um, who voiced concerns over potential health and mobility issues. Yeah. Uh, so short leg cats have been documented a number of times around the world since the 1940s. Uh, there was a veterinary report in 44 that noted four generations of healthy short-legged cats, uh, which were similar to normal cats except for the length of their legs. Yeah, right. But that line disappeared during the Second World War. Mm. But in 1956, uh, there were cats born in Russia and in the 70s in the United States. Uh, in 83, Sandra Hockendell, Hochenadel, a music teacher in Louisiana, found <laughs> two pregnant cats who had been chased under a truck um, by a bulldog. She kept one of the cats and named her Blackberry, and half of the kittens were born short-legged. Hochenadel gave the short-legged male kitten from one of Blackberry's litters to a friend, Kayla France, and she named the kitten Toulouse. Yes, good name. Really good name. Uh, and it's from Blackberry and Toulouse that today's munchkin breed is descended. Yeah, right. So from those two cats. Uh, Yeah, so they've basically done studies to figure out what causes the the shortness of the leg. Yeah. Uh, So 
the International Cat Association's Genetics Committee and Advisor of the Board of Directors, uh, together with David Biller, Head of Radiology at the College of Veterinary Medicine in Kansas State University, conducted studies on the cats and determined that the short-legged trait has an autosomal dominant mode of inheritance and that the cats did not appear to have any spinal problems associated with those found in short-legged dog breeds such as the Corgi and Dachshund. Or okay. dash hound. Yeah. So it's not analogous. It's not like the same genetic uh predisposition that the the Corgi and the Dachshund have. Yeah. Um, it is an entirely different genetic um origin. Yeah, okay. And so they seem healthy. So it doesn't affect their hips and their spine like it does in the the shorter dogs. Yeah, right. Okay. Um, at least at the moment. Yeah, at <clears> least <throat> as what we know of. Yeah, so uh, apart from Tika, registries that recognize the breed include the American Association of Cat Enthusiasts, <clears throat> the United Feline Organization, which is, yeah, uh, a <laughs> weird, I don't, I don't know whether they were going <laughs> going for that, uh, and there's the Southern Africa Cat Council and the Waratah National Cat Alliance of Australia. Yes. Um, but there is controversy amongst breeders of pedigree cats as to what genetic mutations are abnormal and potentially disadvantageous to the cat. Yeah. So, you know, they are adorable. They're mm. adorable cats they and they are known to be very sweet-natured and playful and people-oriented and outgoing and intelligent that loves being handled. Like, this is... A kitten. Yeah. This is a like kitten. A, a permanent kitten. A permanent kitten. Uh, so, <laughs> and the having short legs doesn't seem to interfere with like running and jumping. Oh, really? It, yeah. Well, they're oh, not cool. as good at it as yeah, other cats, but, like, but they don't not, have any so problems with it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I tend to think that. If it's not affecting their health in any other way other than the shortness of their legs. They just can't reach the high step. <clears throat> yeah. But then, you, but then, of course, you see, I mean, I also produce the dog podcast and we've talked about yeah. the Dachshund quite a bit. And you see what the Dachshund was 200 years ago mm. and what it is now. And you can see that selective breeding for shortness of the legs has really warped the body shape of that, yeah. that particular breed of dog. And hopefully... Now, because it is happening in the present, we can be a little bit more, uh, I guess, cognizant of what we're doing to these animals and hopefully not do it in such a such an exaggerated way that it actually starts hurting the health yeah. of, of the cats. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the, the shortness of the leg has been referred to as a, chron- a chondroplasia. Um, Associate, but it's you. But that disease is usually associated with a, an enlarged head as okay. well as short legs. Yeah. Um. And we don't. You don't get that in Munchkin cats. So it, it sometimes is is called hypochondroplasia or pseudoachondroplasia. Um. So basically, the idea is they don't have a name for it. It's not a disease. It's just an abnormality that yeah. has popped up. Yeah. And is being encouraged by breeders. Yeah. So that's the munchkin cat. Like that, you can get um, this. They don't have a, they come in all coat colors and 
patterns. They also have a long hair variety. Uh, so you, it's not, it doesn't have like a specific look associated with the Munchkin cat because you can, the Munchkin uh, condition can arise in any other form of cat. Yeah, yeah. It's just then you change the body shape. Yeah. So yeah. So but they are they do do they do seem to have this overarching sweet natured playful personality. So yeah, which perma kitten like yeah perma kitten with the best personality. Like yeah. It's not hard to see why people like them. Yeah, and that's why it's a hesitant, you may yeah. proceed from Zane C. Yeah. Weber because I'm like, I like what you're doing, but don't- Just don't mess don't, it up. Don't you hurt these cats. Don't hurt the cats. <laughs> don't hurt them. So yeah. that's Munchkin cats. That's Munchkin cats. They are adorable. They're so damn um, cute. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Munchkin cats. Cool. Munchkin Cats. So now we are going to jump onto Instagram. Instagram, Instagram cat of the week. That's yeah. the one. And this week I've got, I, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty proud of this one. Uh, <laughs> I've got Smoothie the cat. Smoothie. And he looks like a smoothie. And he's, uh, I think he's a girl. Yeah. She qu- looks like a smoothie. She does though. She really does. She's so, so fluffy and has like such a cool, you told me that her name was Smoothie and I was like, does she have a banana? And you said no, but then you showed me a picture of her and she has like the dark top and then yeah. the creamy on yeah. her chest and she looks like a smoothie. She does. She's got such a big mane yeah, as well. Yeah. Like under her chin is like so much fluff <laughs> and she's got these stunning green eyes. She's so, so cute. I don't know what breed she is. It doesn't say. It just says queen of fluff. and. Well, she doesn't look very big. No. Uh, so, like, something, it, she doesn't look like a uh, a Maine Coon or anything. Yeah, definitely but she does not. have that the, the kind of cast to her face and the mane. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, definitely not Maine Coon. Maybe, like, Ragdoll? Maybe. Maybe a bit of Ragdoll. I know Albus has similar, like, Albus' floof. fur is, yeah, his floof is, is exactly <laughs> that density. Um, oh, my God, here she is playing the Switch. Oh, <laughs> too good. She's a gaming cat. She's a gamer cat. Um, yeah, that that's all I have on Smoothie the Cat. She's just friggin' cute. Have you can look. find links in the show notes. So yeah. you go have a look at Smoothie the Cat and you will love all the photos and you'll follow them and then you'll become best friends with Smoothie and then you'll take photos with Smoothie and, and you'll send you gotta, them to us and we'll br- go, you oh, gotta, my God. You've you got to bring her in and we're <laughs> going to do an episode with her. We'll interview her. Well, we need to do a series of Brisbane Instacats. That's we all we should. Need to do. That would be awesome. <laughs> Let's uh, pencil that one. Okay. Well, from Instacat, I'm going to go to our best friend's feline of the week. Um, and so it's another adult because I'm on the bandwagon of people who want to get a pet for Christmas adopting an adult. Yeah. And so I have adopt uh, this. This one is O'Malley. He's a male domestic short hair and he loves kids. He loves spending oh. time with them and playing with them. He's the cuddliest cat ever. Um, and he hasn't been around with dogs, but other cats, he always tries to play with them. So he's a yeah. very social boy. Oh. <laughs> what a good boy. <laughs> so he, ha- he is a smoochy boy who loves to follow you around 
especially if it's in the direction of the kitchen or where the cat food is kept. Yes. Uh, so he can be a little bit timid, um, but as soon as he settles in, he becomes extremely friendly and cuddly. Um, very unique personality and is perfect for anyone who wants a cuddly, quirky companion. I um, do. <laughs> Me. He loves to play with his foster siblings as well as small bits of fur and paper and balls. Small balls. There you go. He likes toys. What a guy. Uh, This mini tiger loves his food and knows what opening a fridge sounds like. (laughs) He will often wait behind the door and let you know with his lovely voice that he's there and would like some food. (laughs) Hello, feed me, please. (laughs) Hello, I see you have the fridge open today. (laughs) Were you getting something for me? Because I'm here and it would be impolite if you didn't. (laughs) It was like me as a teenager. (laughs) Hello, yes, I require food. (laughs) So that is O'Malley. You can find links to his profile in our show notes, Um, but BFF have literally hundreds of Mm. cats, kittens, kit teens, and adults. Whatever cat you are looking for, whatever your situation is, they will have the cat for you. You don't need to go and spend hundreds of dollars at a breeder or at a pet store. You can adopt. They have already had all their vet work and and they're already they're already neutered. So you just have to keep them up with their vaccinations. And that is it. BFF really make the job very simple. And that's what you want. That's, yeah. 100%. So and that's like, O'Malley. They're all such beautiful, like they've got personalities and they're so, True. They're so beautiful. O'Malley, I, I I didn't mention, but he is tabby. He's he's, he's a beautiful he's a tabby? tabby boy. Oh, <sighs> oh, what a good lad. I just wish I could have all the cats. I know. Wouldn't that be, wouldn't that be good? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't this that is be why nice? I could never work at the RSPCA. Yeah. I'll just support them from afar. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that about does us for now. Yeah. I think that's it. Thank have you. a good Christmas. Yeah. Have an awesome Christmas. God damn, this year went quick. Mm. Where's it gone? Please take a photo of your cat destroying your Christmas tree and send it to us, please. There is nothing we would like more. <laughs> I will say, while I don't enjoy cleaning up after a cat destroys a Christmas tree, watching a cat destroy a Christmas tree is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. They are just Having so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> and you can't fault them for that. No, no. Just don't use glass baubles. Yeah, no. There's plastic they're ones. Very bad. Plastic baubles are fine. They bounce better. Cats they enjoy bounce that. better. Yeah. Make a great sound. Oh, God, do they ever. <laughs> so that's everything from us. Uh, if you liked what you heard today, jump on to our socials and let us know. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, or you can leave us a rating and review if you're yeah. listening on iTunes or Stitcher. Or you can tell your friends about us. If you have friends who like cats, we would appreciate you letting them know that we exist. If you've got friends who like dogs, show them us. Get them over to the right side of the table. <laughs> and then show them the dog podcast. If, if, if you have to. <laughs> Only if ours doesn't work. <laughs> uh, thank you very much for joining us. We'll see you next week. Can a song just objectively be bad? Yes. 
But that doesn't mean we can't learn from it. I'm Alex Smith. And I'm James Keogh. And on our new podcast, My Songs Suck, we talk to writers and musicians who share with us some of their earlier, less good content and reflect on how far they've come. If you want to get in on the fun, head to That's Not Canon Productions or find us on iTunes, Google Play, or whatever podcatcher you use. My songs suck, because everyone makes mistakes. Just make sure you record them. That's Not Kind of Productions podcast. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.